This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Into the 4 o'clock hour we go. Chris versus the fans on the way. Chance to uh, qualify for a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas, including a spa treatment at Serenity Spa and dinner at Edge Steakhouse. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovation, home of legendary Vegas fun. Tell me, do you miss Sebastian Maniscalco? I don't. I I don't. You don't? I don't. I don't. Why? We're not even into a new month yet. I mean, Uh, it's because the week. The Ah, week enters. It's the week of a new month. Yeah. So we're getting a new prize. Yeah, the Maniscalco. Maniscalco tickets are off the board. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue as well. No, it did not. It took all month. (laughs) It it never did did roll off the tongue. I stuttered every time I said his last name (laughs) because I was afraid I was going to mess it up. I went and watched his special. It is really funny. Is it? Yeah. I'm not much of a stand-up guy. but I uh, love stand-up, so that's right up my alley. Uh Chris versus the fan, uh, are you all right over there? You yeah, what, what just happened? Yawned. Just a little reset. Stretching. We're, yeah. we're, we're, stretching. We're, we're, we're doing a radio show. <laughs> oh, I still uh, got to stay loose. Scraby, your squad is up on the television right now. They are. Wake uh, Forest. Wake, Wake Forest taking on Duke. Former uh, NCAA football champion. Yes. Wake Forest. Yes. Yes. They, did play, they did play in a college football playoff one year. They did not actually. They definitely didn't play in a college football. I think it was BCS back when they were in a, a meaningful bowl game. It's been a while. Have either of you guys ever been to where Duke plays their game, their basketball games? I, it's on my bucket list. Okay. Cameron Indoor Arena. I think it must the... be really small. It's because tiny. They just showed the announcers, and the announcers are in the rafters with the air conditioning tubes, <laughs> literally behind their head. It's a, I believe, for the students, like a lottery. In order to oh really to oh go. yeah you can't just you can't be a just, student and go to the game yeah no you wow it's, I think you got to line up like days before I mean I, I don't you even know really got to want to go see a game. a game yeah wow so you can go see a game all right uh, Scraby your phone lines full yes they are let's get to sub Chris versus the fan if you had one shot one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself howdy do now is your time listen to me this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. The rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first-time player, let us know. 
and we will give you the first question for free. Chris, you missed it yesterday. Tony was doing his best you during the game where he's like, um, I don't know the answer to this. Uh, oh, oh, correct answer. He was doing that a couple times. So. That was kind of fun, I must say. I see why you like doing that. It's fun to get a correct answer. Yeah, really? absolutely. Yeah, leaving everybody on pins and needles until you finally answer. But all right, that's it right there. All right, well, let's get to uh, our first contestant of the day as I try to get my I- my iPad to catch up with the rest of us. Charles, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, gentlemen. Hey, Chris, I've been wanting to tell you real quick. I've been a big fan of you since you've been running the boards for Philly Billy Warndell, and I heard him a week or two ago, and I just remember your name. So you, like, moved all the way up, and you're, like, at the top. It's like the Super Bowl. So <laughs> he said once, and I'm going to try to do it again today. But I just wanted to tell you that. I've been listening to you for a long time, and, you know, Appreciate you guys it. are awesome. All of you. Very Thank nice. Thank you, Charles. Bill Warndell nice. used to always call me, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm thinking that he was like the only one that ever figured out that those two words rhyme. Hello, hello. Yeah, I used to say it all the time. Very nice. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Very all right. Good. Now, let's get to uh, some Chris versus the fans. It's always First question. To do this part. What Padre pitcher recently said, you know what? I'm not going to pitch in a World Baseball Classic. Because he wanted to get ready for this season. Big problem. Gotta go with Joe Musgrove. Joe Musgrove. Unfortunately, that's incorrect, Charles. I hate to eliminate Charles. He's like the nicest person who's ever called me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is in my it is in my DNA to answer the question correctly when I know it. Nick Martinez. That Thank you, Charles. Thanks again, Charles. Very nice. Yes. Play again. Yes. Give yourself another shot. We move to our next contestant, Brad. Brad, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Doing good. fantastic. Good. Hey, Scravy, why Dallas has an opening in their stadium, you said last week. You didn't know why? Okay. Jerry Jones created it just big enough for the field so God could look down on his team. That's See, I, right. I, I've heard that, that but I didn't right. know if that was actually true. Like It was actually the guy before Jerry Jones, a guy by the name of Tech Schramm. Who was the former? Sorry, I'm not really? trying. To, yeah, are you trying but, to one up our caller? Right I'm trying now? to one up Brad. Yeah, Tex Schramm was the one who once said oh, that Tex many did years. That? Oh. Yeah, texted that many many years. But you're right. That's right. the reason. But that is bad. the correct reason. No, no not your bad. That's your bad at all. Don't feel bad. But it does give you a, a peek inside what you're about to get into here with this next question. <laughs> all right, here we, we go. appreciate you, Brad. What city? Is the Super Bowl at in two weeks? Uh, Phoenix. Boom. Nice. 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 Question number nice. two. <laughs> hey, by the way, I've been I've been to the Westgate seventy million dollars. Somebody overbilled. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Here we go. Question number two. Who won the U.S. Open when it was held at Torrey Pines in 2021? That'd be uh, Mr. Rom with an incredible shot on 18 off the side. Oh, oh we got ourselves smokes. a golf guy. Love that. Uh, that is correct. You could take off the hitter struck out most times. We've done that one, too. Oh, we did. Yeah, we I, did. I shot an 81 there today on the north today. So oh, oh, okay. Hey, All hey, right. We're talking to a... 
talking to a, a good golfer. Good right golfer. Here. here we go. Question number really three. Really good. My goodness. Is oh. that bogey golf 81 or is that? <laughs> Don't even answer that, Brad. Half bogey golf. Half bogey golf. Half bogey golf. Here we go. Question number three. Who is the oldest non-quarterback to score a touchdown in the playoffs? Oldest non-quarterback. Uh, John Riggins. John. Ooh, that's a throwback name. John Riggins. Redskin at the time. <laughs> Stay hey, this is the entire playoffs. This could be any history. time in the playoffs. Postseason history. Postseason oldest player ever. This. I'm not going to. Uh, Jerry Rice. <laughs> of course he is. Come on. Of course he is. <laughs> Sorry, Brad, for that display. It is 2003. Yes. 40 years of age. He was the one. 105 days. Uh, that was the Jerry Rice that had the braids that started in the did. middle of his head. Because he was bald. He was already <laughs> losing his hair. What was Jerry Rice doing uh, on the field at the NFC Championship game the other day? Typical 49er behavior. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No, no. He brought a box with all of his championship Super Bowl rings, and he went toward the Philadelphia crowd, and he took them out one by one and put them on his fingers. <laughs> Super flex. And then... Flexed the crowd with his Super Bowl rings. Oh man, that is actually kind of cool. <laughs> that is actually really cool. Except, it, except right it ended in a beatdown. That's yeah, the only bad. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the result of the game was. That was <laughs> those fans are going to be talking about Jerry Rice doing that in front of them for the rest of their lives. Uh, right. I tell you what, Jerry fared a whole lot better than Joey did that day. Oh yes, Joey Bosa was hilarious. I mean, <laughs> just the beating that he took. <laughs> From those Philadelphia fans. And then to come back with a kindergarten line. Oh, I'm rich. That's right. We didn't get to talk about it with you yesterday. I'm rich. You're just broke. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see what fans did? That's the best you could do? Did you see what fans did? I told Scraby yesterday, when you're resorting to your your paycheck, you're losing. You're losing. You're losing. Sorry, I'm talking over you guys. Did you see what fans did when he got into the game and he was sitting in his box seat? They kept pulling up pictures of Trevor Lawrence and showing him. Oh <laughs> That's cold-blooded. Yeah. All right, let's get to our next contestant. Matthew, Matthew, welcome to the show. Matthew. Hey First Hello. time player. First time player. First. Second. <laughs> Nothing makes Thank these you. guys <laughs> happier than that. I know. That's pretty cool. That Second pretty question. What team did Ken Stabler quarterback? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Scraby into the Niners. Oh, oh he tried, to, uh, he tried to tug on the heartstrings there. It's correct. Wait, what? Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, what? That's definitely not correct. Scraby, you're just going to get everybody I'm up in sorry. arms with you. I'm sorry. How many uh, correct answers are there to this question, Scraby? There's only one, and you there know which one. There are three correct answers. I know, to this but there's question. only one. He was a Raider. Raider. Sorry, Matthew. Finished up with the Oilers and Saints. Please call us back again and play again, Matthew. We move to our next contestant, John. John, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey, hey John. John. First question What team did the Wizard, a.k.a. Ozzie Smith, start his career with? That is correct, my friend. We move to question number two. Who was known as the Georgia Peach? 
Ooh, tough one. Do I get a hint on this one? Anything in a sport or anything? Come on, let's go to the t-shirt. He's bargaining for a hint. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had enough time. Do you want a hint? I'm saying that respect. Can I get a hint? (laughs) The music ran out. Scraby, can I get a hint? No. (laughs) Ty Cobb. Sorry about that. That is correct. That was a tough one. You got to go way back to that one. I thought that no, was more it was it was now. doable. It was a, yeah, it was a, a, it was a good second question, but it was be tough. A good because you know, I, I've heard that the Georgia peach wasn't much of a peach. He Not was, at all. He no. was actually a big jerk. No, he was. Yes, let's Maybe go to one of the world's biggest. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to our next contestant, John. John, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. Hey, happy Tuesday. How's it going, guys? It's going well. Right, it's good, going well. Here we go. First question. Roberto Clemente played his entire career with what major league team? Pittsburgh Pirates. Boom, nice, nice. Last time they had a start. I don't need a hint for a buzzer, Scraby. Ah, oh, how about oh, that? I see we're getting some trash talk Question going number two. <laughs> what position did former Padre Willie McCovey play? Ooh, ah, first base. Oh, there you wow. go. That was that was his inver- that was his version of Chris Ella right there. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, I don't oh. know. Don't know that. <laughs> Question number three. Mm. Oh, I don't like that. I don't either. I don't know what that was. What? What AFC team has hosted the most AFC championships in league history? The Patriots. The Patriots. Unfortunately, it's incorrect. That changes Chris Ellis' thinking here. No, it didn't change my thinking. Uh, My thinking is that the Chiefs have hosted five in a row. I don't know if that's enough, though, to put them past. Uh, Raiders have hosted a lot of championships. I can feel it coming. Steelers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, John. Appreciate you calling in. Sorry, John. Do we have another contestant? Uh, we're, we're almost out of questions for number two. So what we're going to do yesterday, Tony chose Cedric Sabalos as our random player. <laughs> Chris, what would you, who would you like to choose Ced as your Sabalos random? Sabalos got in there, huh? Yeah, who would you like to choose as your random I'm going to go with former Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver Mike Quick. Ooh. Never heard of this my dude in my quick. life. He caught passes from Randall yes, Cunningham. He did. Look how in the baggy day. his jersey is. That's how everybody's jersey was. <laughs> it's like a it's like a like a jacket. It's Mike so Quick was big. a pretty good receiver. Probably made a couple of Pro Bowls in there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh he was twentieth overall in the nineteen eighty two NFL draft. Yeah. All right. So he played for Eight seasons or nine seasons. Okay. 1982 through 1990. 82? 83. Mm-hmm. 1983. Let's go to Mark. Mark, are you there? Hey, Mark. Rancho Penasquitas. Mark, that's you. Penasquitas. Mark. All right. Let's go to the other Mark. Other Mark, are you there? I'm there. I'm here. All right. Do there you know how to play the tiebreaker? Let's do it. All right. Sounds good. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> if, 
What I'm going to do is give Chris a category. He's going to give a number, and you're going to guess whether Chris's number is higher or lower than the actual answer. No, whether the actual answer, answer is, is higher or lower. I do that every time. <laughs> so I'll give you a number. You tell me whether the real answer is higher or lower. It's a 50-50 shot, Mark. Yes. All right, Chris. All right. In Mike Quick's career. Yes. How many catches did he have? Well, he played nine seasons. He caught, uh, probably had a couple of 80, 90 catch seasons in there. I'm going to say 600 catches. 600 catches. Mike Quick. Mark, he was is a good the, player. Is the actual answer higher or lower than 600? Uh, let's go lower. Goes lower. You are correct. Yeah. Mark, how are you doing today? How many did he catch? He actually, uh,. 363. Wow. They, that's You know what? I didn't really think. They just did not throw the ball I was about to say, they didn't throw then. the ball that much they back didn't then. Throw the he ball had a uh, Pro Bowl. He had four of them, or five four, of them. Five Pro Bowl seasons. With 300 and something career. So he's only catches. averaging about 50 catches a year and still made five Pro Bowls. He had, that just shows um, you. 1,400 yards one year, which is yeah, he was really, really good. How many receptions did he have that year? 69. Wow. He once he, caught a 99 bombs. He caught a 99 yarder from Randall Cunningham once. They show it on the highlights <laughs> from time to time. Yeah, he went three straight seasons over a thousand yards and over sixty catches. So yeah, he wasn't just a rinky dink player. Nah, not at all. Big uh, time player. All right, Mark, what's way to go. AP one. Oh, all pro. He was all also pro. an all pro twice. I told you he was yeah, good. He was. Yeah, definitely. Told you. All right, uh, Mark, hang on the lines. Gravy will get your info on the other side. Let's get to break. When we come back. Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, free possible free agents. We'll get into uh, some NFL free agents for next year. We're going to Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Chris, hello. Trying to figure out how to work the buttons properly and actually allow you to hear what I'm saying. I don't know if I got the time in or not. I didn't hear it. I heard it, but I didn't hear it on the air. Uh, 4.23 is the time. Oh, now everybody wondering what time it was. Well, no. Ah, you're so funny. Uh, Chris, hello. Tony Gwynn Jr. and the humorist, Matt Scraby. 
Together in our Odyssey Palace studios, uh, we'll get to a little NFL talk what's, what's, here. What was the word of the day? Uh, stodgy. Stodgy. The stodgy scraby? Stodgy scraby. I don't know that scraby. Are you boring and uninspired? Dull and uninspiring? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you've got some spark. I'm definitely inspired by something. I don't know. I wake up every day and I buy something. Put on my my clothes and I go to work and I'm inspired. I hope you're putting on your clothes. That's kind of an important step before you go outside. You know, the other day, I can't believe I'm going. Thank to Thank goodness this. somebody put your clothes on for you. <laughs> the other day, I uh, had one of those uh, zipper down situations at a grocery store, and um, a stranger actually pointed it out to me. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you in the store before somebody actually pointed it out to you? <laughs> Luckily, I was only in there for like five minutes. That that possibly is one of the more embarrassing things that can happen to you in a day. And it was a older woman too. You know that it would be an older woman that told you, like they, you know, older people in general. They they're not into like sugarcoating things. No, no, no. She she was like you're walking she, around with your zipper down. You need to you need to take care of that, man. <laughs> It was so embarrassing. <laughs> she looks and she was like, she was like trying to point like your zipper, uh, but she was pointing it. I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> and I realized what was going on. You you already don't like, you know, any type of interaction. So yeah. I would imagine you anyway. were you were a little beside yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How's your zipper situation at the moment? Okay, uh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> you actually had to check just in case. Uh, you never know. Good. Uh, Bobby Hull passed away yesterday. I didn't get a chance to uh, discuss with you guys a little bit. The Golden Jet, yeah, one of the great nicknames in sports history. Former winger for the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, we talk about Gretzky. We talk about how. We talk about currently Ovechkin. Bobby Hull scored 604 goals. 610, sorry. 610 goals in the NHL. He also scored 303 goals in the World Hockey Association, which was big league at the time. Uh, four teams were eventually swallowed up by the NBA. So it's kind of the kind of the same thing as like the NBA NHL? and the ABA. This was the uh, WHA. He played for the Winnipeg Jets, but they were in the World Hockey Association. Anyway, if you total up both leagues, Bobby Hull scored over 900 career goals. Wow. Uh, Gretzky has 896 for the NHL record that Ovechkin's going after. But Bobby Hall was a uh, – he had the most feared slap shot of anybody, maybe in league history. He'd just wind up and let it fly. And back in those days, goalies wore only oh the very goodness. thinnest makings of a mask. They had the Jason mask on. Yeah, oh. it wasn't much. Bobby Hall could just blast it. They said that he's his, – according to the story, his slap shot was once reportedly clocked at 118 miles per hour. Now this is in the '60s or '70s, so I don't know how closely the uh, the statistics on that are to being correct. But Bobby Hall was uh, quite the uh, quite the famous uh, NHL player when I was growing up, anyway. And uh, passed away yesterday at the age of 84. So wanted to just make a quick yeah. note of that. Um, into um, NFL free agency. Well, I guess when your season's over... Free agency is now, huh? Free agency is now for the 49ers and 27 other teams. Is that why you wanted us to bring this up, Scraby? No, I was just looking for stuff. I see. So. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah. I didn't, count, I didn't think about it like that. 
because all the other teams are eliminated. And then name the 49ers. I didn't do that. Well, the top-ranking free agent is Lamar Jackson, which makes perfect sense. Now, if the Ravens franchise him, is he stuck? Does he have? He's got to then play for the Ravens. He has no choice. He can't. There's. He has no moon maneuverability. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a. Uh, what it, What was the word they use? Uh, it's a certain type of uh, franchise. Non is an exclusive. Non exclusive. Do you remember Scrape? We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Yeah, let me look it up again. I think he has to. I think yeah, he can only play at that point for Baltimore. They have. You know, I think it becomes exclusive rights. Right, I think they keep I think it becomes starts to be fined and things of that nature. If you're not showing, I'm up. seeing non-exclusive tags are also known as a one-year tender, and so basically that's the one we're usually used to, where they calculate the average of the top five salaries at a position over the past five seasons. I remember when they first came out with the salary or the um, the franchise tag, and every player in the league thought, "What a deal this is! <laughs> if I get franchised, I automatically." Get the average salary of the top five players at my position. So even if, you know, no matter who I am, I get franchised, I'm making multi millions of dollars. Now nobody wants to get franchised. No, because it can keep it's happening over ever. and over. Yeah, and, that's weird. And in football, it could just be that one year that you have before it all comes crashing down. Now, yeah. I, I don't know, but can't they trade, or can't they sign him to, or get him to, sign the franchise tag or apply the franchise tag and then trade him so that they have value because I think I heard some people Tip- talking about that. They could do that. Typically, the franchise tag is used for more time. Yeah. Really. It's to negotiate, it's to negotiate a long-term deal, right? Um, it's interesting. After um, Lamar Jackson, the next three guys on the list are all on the line. Offensive linemen, Orlando Brown Jr., and then uh, Javon Hargrave, and Darren Payne, defensive tackle, um, are three and four on the list before Geno Smith pops up as yeah. at number five. Anybody, anybody paying attention to the Super Bowl is going to understand that you need a line to get there. The yeah. 49ers got pretty far because of their their lines. Uh, it really is, you know, quarterback, offensive, defensive line, cornerbacks seem like they're the the real key positions. It's funny to me that people spend so much money elsewhere when. Um, you know, those are really the positions. Geno Smith will be a free agent. Tom Brady will be a free agent. Daniel Jones. So there's four quarterbacks on the list. There's a couple of running backs. Saquon Barkley. I think one of the more interesting ones is uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. The Raiders. This guy's had a great season. I think he was, correct me if I'm wrong, Scraby, number one in fantasy points for running backs this year. Career uh, if he, he was he was second. Career highs awesome. in attempts, rushing who? yards, and receiving yards. No, I said if he wasn't first, then he's close oh. second because he was awesome. Yeah, he had a great year. Tony Pollard's another free agent. Now, of course, he got hurt in the 49er game. Cheap shot by the 49ers. He was not a cheap <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question? Why is it? Yeah, whenever the that... 49ers get hurt, it's always a cheap shot. <laughs> I, I want to ask you a question about the running backs. Why is it that Saquon Barkley is eighth on this list at the age of 26, and then somebody like uh, Josh Jacobs, who's 25, is 17th on this list? Seems it, a little low. Is, is that just because he's been healthy and carried the ball more? He drops down to 17? I'm not quite sure why he'd be That's so much question. lower than Saquon Barkley. It's I like can nine understand spots. Why, I can understand why running backs are a little lower, though, because right. it seems I, like I running backs are just... 
Their their shelf life is so short. They have a couple of great years and they fall off quickly. And I think it just seems like if you got a great offensive line, your running back can still gain yardage no matter who it is. The one thing that NFL teams have proven to be right about is not giving big money to running backs. You know, because their shelf life isn't as long. You looking at look at Ezekiel Elliott. Like he looks like a shell of himself. Now, and they just gave him a, a big extension not too long ago, and they're going to be on the hook for that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll he'll probably – I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up on this list before uh, it's all said and done because he's released. Miles Sanders is a uh, free agent running back. Might be playing his last game for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But as good as Miles Sanders is, I mean, is he that much better than Kenneth Gainwell? I mean, Gainwell looked like he was – Every bit as good as Miles Sanders the other day in the NFC Championship game anyway. He was running hard. He was running really hard. They also got Boston Scott. They got Boston Scott. So. Boston Scott. Boston. Anyway, some NFL free agents to keep an eye on. That'll that'll start whipping into, into a frenzy as soon as the Super Bowl is over. If you missed the other NFL news today, Sean Payton is indeed the new coach of the Denver Broncos, and D'Amico Ryans is the new head coach. Uh, the Houston Texans and Matt Scraby has a big five coming up right after this. Gwen and Chris, timeout. 439 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, big five headed your way. Tune into kickoff with Boomer and Valenti Friday at 6 p.m. as former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss the biggest NFL news and preview the most important games. There's only one of those at this point. They do that. Every week, right here on 97.3, The Fan. Let's check some traffic, and then off to the Big Five we go. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh, my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we are going to get straight into it. And after the uh, Chiefs beat the Bengals, both Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow made their way to the center of the field for the exchange in post-game words. I saw this on Twitter earlier. NFL Films captured it. And it was a pretty good moment. Uh, they came up to each other and they just said, you know, great game. Let's do it again kind of thing. And then uh, Joe Burrow told J- Patrick Mahomes, go win it. So that is a cool situation there in the AFC with those two quarterbacks. Well, so that's a diss of the Eagles if I ever heard it. Saying go win it? I'm just kidding. Oh, I was going to say. Somebody will probably try to turn that <laughs> 100% into they will. board material. Next time the Bengals play the Eagles. Like, oh, he didn't want us he to win. He didn't even want us to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, Let's get him. So, Tony, you were talking. fans will remember. You were talking about this yesterday, and I thought you made a really good point. Are we watching the next Peyton Manning, Tom Brady with Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow? But right now in the NFL, can you think of any other quarterback matchup that is currently on the level of Mahomes Burrow? First, uh, this was a repeat of the year before where Pat Mahomes had this ba- basically told him the same thing and Joe oh. Burrow go out and win. Uh, well, he didn't win last year. He didn't. Uh, who knows? Maybe the same maybe. for Pat Mahomes this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, the question was, is there another like quarterback duel. on the same level? Yeah, or close to it. Part of what makes this 
particular set of quarterbacks so interesting is that they faced off a lot in the last, even if it wasn't in the playoff, they faced each other four times um, in the last, what, two, three years? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd... I don't. I don't think so because you need the, part of what made Peyton and Brady so fun to watch is that occasionally they matched up in the regular season, but they almost seemingly always seem to match up some point in the playoffs during that that early run. Um, the difference is, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Was Peyton? Peyton was is, was a little bit older than Tom in terms of. When he got to the league? I can't correct you because I'm not positive. Um, I'll look it up. Brady got in there in 02. Peyton Manning got in there in about 98, 99. Yeah. Okay, so, so it, 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 you know. A few years apart. A few years apart. Peyton probably didn't get all of his prime going up against Tom Brady. And I say that because these two guys are going to be in their prime kind of at the same time. So, I no, I don't think there – I could be wrong. But right now, I don't think there's another set of quarterbacks – that present the same way that Mahomes and Burrow do at this point. Chris, what do you think? Well, I said it earlier in the show. I think that uh, Mahomes and Burrow and Josh Allen, the three of them, are going to dominate the AFC for a while. So I think any combination of those three quarterbacks, two of them playing each other, is a great matchup. And I think you're going to see it over and over again. Remember, the NFL schedule works out to where all the first-place teams from one year play all the first-place teams the next year. Yeah. That means the Chiefs are going to play the Bengals and Bills next year. And they're probably all going to be finishing in first place for a while. So they'll be playing each other <laughs> a lot. every year in the regular season. In perpetuity. In perpetuity, yeah. And, I mean, you know, maybe another 20 years the Dolphins can sneak in there. But, yeah, I, I'm bitter by this because these these three teams have great quarterbacks that aren't going anywhere. But, yeah, the NFL smart to play those first-place teams against each other every year. So Chiefs, Bengals, Bengals, Bills, all those matchups are going to keep on happening. So I think any combination of those three is as good as it gets right now. Now listen, there's enough talent at the quarterback position, especially in the AFC, where it could be a, a slew of different names depending Justin on... Justin Herbert right, could, right, could go to Lamar the Jackson, and, Josh Allen, as yeah. he mentioned. I mean, there's a slew of really good quarterbacks in there. Um, but for me, it's, it's those two slash three... Uh, that are at the very, very top right now. Mm-hmm. Number four. In the last couple weeks, load management has once again become a topic in the NBA, and the Warriors' Steph Curry wanted to set the record straight. Here he is talking about it during a press conference yesterday. He was asked about load management, and here is what Steph said. I usually campaign to play every game, so that's the uh, misconception about load management and how it goes. It's never the player that's usually saying, hey, I want to sit. So for all those people that are... Worried about uh, that part of our, our league and all that. It's usually not the player that's going to the training staff and saying, hey, I don't have it tonight. It's usually the other way around. And there's a lot of science involved. So, yes, I will campaign to play, but we'll see how it goes. So that's what he said. And uh, I think it's I, – I, I obviously didn't know what the process was, but he broke it down for us. Warriors coach Steve Kerr has advocated for a 72-game schedule to stop the load management. Uh, that would be a decrease of 10 games from what they currently play in the regular season. But, Chris, does the NBA need to reduce regular season games? 
Uh, maybe, but they're not going to. Let me tell you something. That Owners means are less money. never <laughs> going to take less money. And if he played 72 games, that would be five less home games. And that's five less 20,000-seat right. arenas <laughs> times $200 a ticket. So you can forget about it happening. That's why they play so many games in the first place, if right. anybody's wondering. Right. They play all these games so that the owners can make all that money. Um, so it's not going to change. I don't really know what you can do about load management. I, I'd like to see some some sort of – I mean, look, if you're the Brooklyn Nets last night, you're a fan of that team. You waited all year to see the Lakers. You bought your tickets two, three months ago because they only make one trip to Brooklyn each year and not you – no know, LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. And we know that neither of them are hurt. They're both playing tonight in New York against the Knicks. So I don't know what you can do about it, though. I mean, what are you going to do? Make the guy prove that you're injured, even though you kind of know they're not injured. I, it's really yeah. Make him go to like through some obstacle course. And maybe see there's maybe it. you can only sit one superstar out at a time. I, I don't even really understand the Lakers' strategy here to sit them both out. Just basically give a game away. The, but the I I don't I don't know what you can do. To Chris's point, I I I can't think of a league that has ever shortened their season. Yeah. It's always been to raise the season. Yeah, NFL, MLB, they all have raised their season. They've added games to their season. I can't think of a time where they've, other than a strike season or something like that, where COVID they've season. shortened it. Yeah. Right? Um, but to Chris's point, I don't know that there's anything they could do. And I'm glad Steph Curry came out and said that because the the misconception is that load management meant load management is players walking in the office and like, hey, I'm not playing. I'm tonight. gonna take the day off. I'll play them play the following day. When yeah, the reality is, told to do this. Th- this, and this is why I don't know that it ever gets fixed, right? Because come collective bargaining time, the owners are the ones they know exactly why their guys are are, are sitting down. Are they gonna be willing to say, all right, we won't sit guys on the road at least? During the regular season. That's the only rule you could put in that would be somewhat sensible to me to make stars play when they're on the road. Right. And, because and, that, that's what the fans are coming to see. But you're also coming to see LeBron play if you're a Laker fan. Right. A lot of Laker fans can only afford one game. They can't go to all 40 games. Nope. You know, you can only afford one game a year. It's you a, LeBron not playing in that game. It's a much more complicated issue in terms of fixing it. It's not a complicated issue for the fans, right? We want to see the best play. We ex- we paid our money. We want to see you. But from an organization standpoint, you know, you, some of y'all who, who love analytics, this is, is part of what has led to <laughs> this, this is what you get. team management part, right? Is They've realized, hey, he our players are healthier and better when they're not playing every single night. So, you know, we're going to have to do something about this so you can get more on your investment that you put in, Mr. Owner. Mr. Owner. Number three. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley, guys, is headed to the Pro Bowl, everybody. He only started four games for Lamar Jackson this year, but the team announced that Huntley has been named to the AFC roster as a replacement for Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Allen dealt with a an elbow injury for much of the season, and his health was cited as the reason for change. Sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tom Brady's never played in the Pro Bowl, I don't think. I, I can't remember a time. I, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but I can't remember Tom Brady being in a Pro Bowl game. I'll look. Uh, Tony. Yes. Do you think the NFL realizes the lack of popularity with this among They have to. They have to. And I, listen, they're... 
It, it was always a dumb idea to me to move it to during the season. It made no sense to me. And I, I get it, you know, after the season may not necessarily be the best time, but it's better than in the middle of the season or during the playoffs. Uh, you're far, probably not getting as much interest. But I don't know what the what the right answer is for the Pro Bowl. They're trying something new this year. They brought in a longish drive. They've got flag football. We'll see how it goes this year. Maybe it's entertaining enough to... You know, bring people. <laughs> scream, I'm, I'm shaking his head now. <laughs> Maybe it's entertaining enough. I don't know. This seems like the. This seems like the hardest of like the All Star Game things to fix in all it really sports. Does. This it seems really does. like the hardest. Yes, sir. no, it's an easy fix. Don't have it. Get rid of it. <laughs> we were talking Get about this. Rid of it. I hope that this is a colossal failure this weekend, so the NFL realizes that they're all just wasting everybody's time. Uh, we were talking about this on the Two Pros and a Joe podcast last night. Marcus McNeil was saying that the Pro Bowl is a fun time for the players because they get to go meet each other. Why don't they, they go there? Try- well, I mean, the- <laughs> it can't be that fun. No, I Sorry, guess Marcus. But he was saying with Marcus, man. Yeah, I don't know how big he is. He, the only he said the only way to fix this is to offer more money to the players to play and they're never going to do that he said in his day winner got 40 grand and loser got 20 grand i can't see any player willing to put their it's not worth it for it it's not worth it's not worth it to go there and play full speed like i think we all want to see right for for you know 40 grand if you win 20 if you lose yeah yeah we'll see what happens but i will tune in and see i'm gonna tune in but they also gotta be like josh allen Come on, play. You're playing flag football, dude. Your health is fine. Well, I mean, the AFC quarterbacks, as it stands now, are Trevor Lawrence, and Tyler, Tyler Huntley, Huntley, and Derek Carr. Derek Carr was fired by his team. <laughs> He's in the Pro Bowl. I think he put out a tweet saying, I, I, my invitation got lost in the mail, but I'm going now. But I'm going now. <laughs> He's playing. I mean, this is such a bad look. When it's so many people are falling out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I can't even give it any of my time. That is hilarious about Derek Carr, though. <laughs> Colorado coach Deion Sanders, or Coach Prime, has received a major endorsement ahead of his first season as coach of the Buffaloes. This time coming from former national championship winning coach Urban Meyer during his appearance on All Things Covered <laughs> He may podcast. want to give that back. With Bryant McFadden and Patrick Peterson, Meyer threw a support behind Sanders and set some pretty high expectations for the Buffaloes over the next few years under Coach Prime's watch. Meyer said, quote, I think he's going to flip it. Nothing crazy in the first year, but in the first couple years, I'd say certainly a bowl game and an eight or nine win season, end quote. Chris, you're perfect for this question. (laughs) In your opinion, is Urban Meyer still a credible analyst to you? Still? Yeah. About was he ever? <laughs> is Urban Meyer a credible analyst to you? Actually, I think he is. I mean, he's he, he's got to know something about football. I mean, the guy did win a couple of national championships. Yeah. Not totally clueless. Uh, he took the wrong attitude into the NFL, and it cost him. And he looked like a he looked kind of like a nincompoop, but like a stodgy <laughs> old man. Poop. Yeah, but I, I think Urban Meyer knows football. So yeah, I, I think his comments are okay. All right. I, I don't really go out of my way to watch him, though. Oh. I, I think his comments, uh, first, I think he's really stepping out on a limb there with, uh, yeah, exactly. the, the, it in the next couple of years, he's going to turn it around. <laughs> he's, that's a that's some hard-hitting an- analysis right there from Urban. That is from, true. I didn't from think from about it like that. Uh, yeah, Chris is right. As much as um, I think there has been some uh, character issues 
with him as a head coach. I think he certainly knows football. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's gone in what Florida? Or his boss was was it before Florida? Somebody else? Somebody, Bowling Green. Was yeah. Bowling Green. Time. Then Utah. Then, went Utah there. then Florida. Ohio then the Ohio. So clearly, he knows his football. Uh, so yeah, I think he's definitely still uh, uh, an analyst that we can listen to. All right. I was expecting that to go different, to be honest. Uh, This one we didn't really talk about on the show yesterday, but it was hotly contested on social media. MLB The Show 23 has uh, unveiled their cover guy for this year's game, and it was an interesting choice. The new cover guy for the game is Marlins center fielder Jazz Chisholm Jr. So, Tony, who would you... second baseman? I thought he was a center fielder. He's a second base center fielder now, but he oh, was. He moved to center yeah, field. They're yeah, moving him to, to center now. Never yeah. played center field that no, I know that's of. Why he he yeah. hadn't until now. So okay. I remember us making a big deal about that kind of But anyway, Tony, who would you have chosen? I don't I think this is a good pick, honestly. Um if I'm not mistaken, Juan Soto's been on there at some point. I don't know. Uh, I, I know up. Fernando was yeah, Fernando was, yeah. Uh, Shohei was and so you know I think what MLB the show goes for isn't necessarily the best player in the league they're going for the the hottest players in the league that create a buzz and uh, Chaz certainly creates a buzz buzz. he creates a buzz so I I didn't have a problem with the pick Uh, Chris I think think they could have gone with anybody in the American League Central and done better than Jazz Chisholm I don't think anybody even knows who this guy is maybe they will now yeah, but uh, so I think it's great for Jazz Chisholm, and I don't think MLB the show really cares because they're going to sell a million billion copies anyway, no matter who's on the cover. I'm seeing uh, Big Poppy was on the show twenty. Um, that was his retirement year, right? Carlos, uh, who's the guy with the who, the shortstop for the Cubs that's now with the Tigers? Uh, Baez, Javier Baez was the another another 19. one of those Poppy like. Yep, and we got to get going. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 